Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's the Dad Bod Rap Pod, episode 15. We just hit puberty. It's going to be a... <laughs> It's going to be an amazing episode. Uh, we are going to be starting off by talking about uh, new rappers. Um, and, and typically, you know, guys of a certain age feel a certain way about new rappers. And so we'll kind of break that open. And then uh, we'll be giving uh, kind of samples of, of some of the newer stuff that we like um, here at the Dad Bod Rap Pod. Um, on my right, we have Mr... Nate LeBlanc, which means Nate the White, doesn't it? Thanks for getting that out there. (laughs) (laughs) I've been sitting on that for a while. It's an apt description. (laughs) How you doing, Nate? I'm good. Um, You know, not to cut in line or anything, but I think it it would be so easy to just listen to the stuff we grew up with. Because it was fucking great. Yes. We were lucky to come up at that time. but. We don't. We continue to do our research. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. And on my left, we have hip-hop writer extraordinaire, Mr. Dave Ma. What does Ma mean? Hey, guys. Uh, Ma means a couple things. I think in Chinese it means horse. So you, Of course. So everybody, uh, you know, do what you will with that. <laughs> it's uh, all right, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> We're only crying. Remy. Um, <laughs> how you guys doing? Good to be here again, man. Good to be here again. Yeah, yeah. Episode 15, yeah. chugging along here. We can drive. <laughs> Lightweight, with a permit. Um, so so there is really this like ultra-present thing in hip-hop. Um, I think the dividing line is maybe like 35. If you're yeah. 35 and over, I think there's this tangible sense that everything that's come out in the last 10, 15 years just sucks. Yeah. Um, and, and vice versa – um, which I think is a reactionary movement from from the younger generation, which is to say, um, well, fuck your shit too. Um, yeah. And so it's this interesting moment in in hip hop where hip hop is just getting to an age where we can have a, a legit old school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always crack up when you know my kids will talk about old school in terms of stuff that came out in 2010. Right. Uh, <laughs> so old school is relative, but hip hop is old enough to where you know we just did uh, episode 15 about 1980 fucking eight, um, <laughs> which was a long time ago. So so yeah, like there's there's definitely a divide there, um, and there's like you said, Nate, a temptation to just kind of stick to the classics. Um, which were great, um, but why do you still keep kind of going back and, and trying to find you know new shit? I think part of it is kind of staving off the aging process, right? Like I'm <laughs> like a curmudgeonly old fat dude, but mm-hmm. I need new sounds right, in my life. Right, I'm a music right, nerd. Like right. I'm always digging deeper into the past and looking to the future to decide what's good what's relevant like what is speaking to me at this point in my life and so and i think there's studies that have been done that for most people they stop listening to new, to new music when they get out of college okay. and the music that defines their life is whatever they liked in high school right so i feel bad for the Limp biscuit fans and the corn fans of the world right like at least we had like tribe and the bc boys right. and like all you know all the right. all the great kind of the no limit kids are just yeah, yeah i don't know what they do these culturally. days 
Um, anyway, so I think um, there was definitely a time I, – I, I worked in a record store for seven years. I was a hip-hop buyer. That's like on my business card. Like I listened to a lot of hip-hop. I got a lot of promos. I went to a lot of shows. My life was like keeping up. So when I got out of the record store game and got into my current line of work, I chilled for a little while and mm-hmm. I like – I stopped paying attention. I didn't get the emails from distributors telling me what was new and hot that week. And I was like enjoying the freedom of (laughs) not having having to keep up. And then I realized I was getting really boring. Like I just, I needed to get new music in my life. So um, I think getting like streaming really helped me. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I'll still buy wax, but I'm not like buying every new CD that comes out and CDs are about to not exist anyway, but kind of getting, a, the ability to get music. I'm I'm not a downloader. I've never illegally downloaded anything. So streaming offered me a way to pay a very small, mod, like nominal amount to get access to all this music. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, and you didn't I, have to feel dirty. It let me get out of my guilt because <laughs> okay. I'm not a downloader. I like to purchase things and fund the artists that I sure. support or sure. whatever. Um, which I you know it really sounds silly, but that's how I feel and that's what I've always tried to stick to. So anyway, long story long. Um, you have to stay fresh. You have to stay current. One is to do the show. We need shit to talk about. Um, two is just to keep my listening kind of fresh. And it, it requires a level of research for you to listen to things you don't like. Right. And mm. so you challenge yourself. 100%. Like, do I like this or not? If not, turn it off. Go to the next thing. Like right. now, Fridays right. are exciting for me because I go to Spotify. I the open the new releases. Yeah. And I realize that people are seeing it on the right side of the screen. Like what I'm listening to is like some bullshit probably but i have to see if i like it or right, not right and right. every once in a while out of gucci Mane's 10 albums i might like one right you know what i mean right. so then you add that to the repertoire you build your collection you become conversant in a new right. artist style so i'm gonna get into some cats that i'm feeling uh more recently soon but i just i guess the important thing is like keep digging right yeah like i'm a record yeah. collector how am i gonna ever get new records if i don't do my research it's, right, it's right. oil of olay yeah. for the for the soul i mean l- listening to new music takes effort you know and mm. and listening to the same stuff over and over it's safe yeah. you know and uh i i um if you if you don't have time to to sort of explore then you're not gonna be able to be hip to it and i think i think hip-hop keeps you young man i mean it's it will always be a young man's game absolutely and um there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that you know you you, you have the intelligence and you have the sort of juvenile aspect it's great you know um, I like that um, a little Zan can exist in the same world as Slick Rick that we're talking about right now. Absolutely. You know, so. Absolutely. Shout out to little Zan. I, I think uh, <laughs> our number one most talked about person today. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I go, you know, eyelid tattoos. I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure how that ages. But, um, but yeah, I, I, as an MC, I have to believe, and maybe naively so, that, um, that the craft is going to keep going you know to. i i think i look at at black thoughts um freestyle and i realize he's a, he's an older rapper right right but this idea that now rap has been around long enough that cats can have new levels of mastery right and so he can come through and you know kids that are fucking 22 were like oh my right, god right. like this is this is amazing and it's it's a level of expertise that um, that the little Zans of the world can't reach just because they right. haven't been doing it right. for as long. And so um, I think we're at this really interesting moment where uh, where there's definitely the ageism part of it, um, but there's also like you know I think there's some younger cats, and we'll kind of get into our faves in just a second. Um, I think there's some younger artists who are doing the exact thing 
that guys my age swear that they're not doing, mm-hmm. which is which is kind of looking back, studying, coming through, and then and, and doing this reinvention, which is what I live for. I go, you know, steal all the best shit mm-hmm. from yeah. from back in the day, and then how can you push it forward? Right. And, and that's why I refer to myself in terms of my hip hop listening as a classicist. Mm-hmm. I'm always gonna like the classics. Right. I, right. I, I'm, I'm like deep seated in the techniques. Of like sampling and like mm-hmm. rhyme composition and internal mm-hmm. rhymes and like attacking the beat and yeah. things that are really important to me as a listener. And I do like things that sound like that. Like there was the little moment a couple of years ago where like Joey Badass came out, right. sure. Earl came out, right. kind of like these Action Bronson, if you will. Though I don't want to get into an argument. Um, <laughs> who were like referring back? They they sounded like the '90s, and yeah. I like that because yeah. I like '90s rap. Yeah. And now I feel like. My listening has evolved a little bit. I got my ears around some new stuff and now am able to appreciate things that sound like now. Yeah. Your right? taste changes. My right? taste it changed. modifies, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and it, it, it doesn't have to refer to something that I like for me to enjoy it. Now I can like the new for the new. Totally. I mean, can you imagine how Curtis Blow fans felt when ODB came out? You know, yeah. and you, and you, Upset. Don't, you, you don't want to be that guy. <laughs> you know, you don't want to be an ODB. Right. I think we all have friends, especially in the social media realm, who just like they're closed-minded. Oh, 100%. And they're, right. To me, that's anti-hip-hop. Like, exactly. That's, yeah, exactly. because hip-hop is is really about pushing boundaries and pushing buttons. Right. So, so right. for me, I, I'm i with you, Dave, in the sense that um, some of the, the older stuff, profane as it was, has somehow become safe. Mm-hmm. And so sure. um, in order to provoke, um, rappers are doing things that in some ways are intentionally ugly. Sure. Um, but it's, 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 it's definitely all in how you approach it. Yeah. And, and honestly, sometimes being able to say, oh, that's not for me, yeah. but I recognize it's right to exist. Absolutely. Um, Gucci gang. Gucci gang, Gucci gang. <laughs> um, absolutely. Um, even, uh, I was, I was DJing the family party over the weekend. Um, and my, you know, 15, 16, 13 year old nieces and nephews, you know, God's plan is their is their joint. And it was just so funny mm, to kind of cool. watch them interact with it in this way that I, as a 40 plus year old motherfucker could never do. Right. You know what I mean? But it's, it's like the culture keeps going mm-hmm. and speaking to, to, to youth in a new way. But I still think, um, for the crusty among us, there's still, uh, there's still some things to be heard. And so mm-hmm. what, what we're going to do is we're going to, um, kind of talk about some of the, the newer, um, artist that we're kind of just discovered or got into um, that that we're really excited about. Um, so Nate, uh, Tom McDonald was your no. <laughs> <laughs> so I would go so far as to call this little mini segment like a recommendation engine. Like if you're sure. stuck in your old yeah. ways, like here's some stuff to Google, here's some stuff mm-hmm. to YouTube, right? Here's some stuff to stream to see if you like it. Do and not I would fear like, the reaper. Exactly. I would like <laughs> to kick off. Um, I'm. I'm kind of obsessed with this record. Like, this is my clear-cut album of the year favorite, mm. and it came out in January. Mm. And that's a record called Spencer for Hire by Vic Spencer and Sonny Jim. Okay. Um, Vic Spencer is a Chicago MC um, who predates the kind of Chief Keef sea change in Chicago flows. He's mm. been around. He's done a ton of records. But for whatever reason, this is the one that grabbed me. And Sonny Jim is a producer and MC Primarily producer on this joint, though he does have some vocal moments from the UK. 
Um, he's actually got a, a really good EP called Mud in My Malbec, which <laughs> speaks to me on a variety of levels. Um, he's kind That's of a talk, talk rapper kind of along the lines okay. of like a, the streets but with like mm-hmm. a kind of cool detached thing with a ton of food references. I think that's really good, but the record I'm recommending today is Spencer for Hire. It's their um, collaboration, and um, it's it's just really good. Vic Spencer is this swagged-out, um, really kind of gruff, deep-voiced MC with a, a, a laid-back cadence, but he's just murdering fools. Like, it's just a really good kind of like street record. Um, it's just been really speaking to me. Um, in the last couple of months, and I don't see anything coming out yet that is going to displace it. For now, it's my front runner for album of the year, and it's got me to really explore not only um, Vic Spencer's catalog, but his kind of cohorts with uh, which is like Chris Crack and Big Ghost Limited, and just all. It's just opening up a world, kind of. Okay. Um, the track that I would recommend people start with is called Primal Rage. Four Tim's not Jodeci Bruce. Helly hands and coach just to float in the coop. Y'all forcing the legend to shoot. Blessing that you and yours, nigga. You still a peasant that's on the edge with the truth. Mm. I'm charging extra for proof. Go to proof on D12, grave, praise, praise of the fruit. I'm the guy that get praise on stage and praise. And that features uh, Quell Chris or Quell A Chris. Mm. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure how to pronounce that, but um, that's another kind of one of those. Five years ago, he was the new rapper for me, but mm-hmm. he's really talented, really charming. Um, he's about to marry Jean Grey, yeah. and they have an album coming out, which I think they might want to try to talk to one of them. Yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, Spencer for Hire. I also used to happen to read the Spencer novels that the name is based on. <laughs> um, that's an aside that m- only my mom will appreciate. Um, so everybody check that out. And then I've got one more. Um I had never heard of any of these cats. This one is like, it actually came out at the end of uh, 2017, but I discovered it in 2018, so I'm going to count it. Um, It's a record called Panama Plus, and it's by the MC's Fly Anakin, Mm -hmm. Concept Jackson, and the producer Twami. And the cut there is called Excellent Food. Reap what I sow, enchanted forest forming, soaring up the food chain, scorching, never feeling nourished, pouring to my aura flourishing, the navel poison sounding like I'm squishing oranges, let's get it going, bitch I'm from the high block, all we dream is drop top, bitches with no bra, swinging titties in the crop top, gotta keep it wrapped, it's a trap, what the end of that, Monopoly man, mind to go before I enter that, um, this record is so grimy. These dudes are out of Virginia mm. Beach, and it sounds like a Timberland in a puddle. Like, it's so <laughs> just – there's no other way to describe it. It sounds like some um, like kind of like um, Beat Miners-ish mm. kind of like East Coast street hip-hop, like kind of like – crime narratives it's all over the place there, there's like some battle shit they're really skilled mcs they sound super young i haven't really done a ton of research on them they have a bunch of different projects and collaborations which really seems to be the theme these days like you meet people over the internet you can send them tracks mm-hmm. you, can, you don't even have to link in the studio i don't know if they did or not but um to me this record is incredible i'm really enjoying it it's opening up like a whole new world for me so panama plus by fly anakin Concept Jackson and Twam. Reap what I sow, enchanted forest forming, soaring up the food chain, scorching, never feeling nourish, pouring to my aura flourishing, the navel poison sounded like I'm squishing oranges. Let's get it going. Bitch, I'm from the high block, all we dream is drop top. Bitches with no bra, swinging titties in the crop top. Gotta keep. That's what I got. All right, all right. 
Mr. David Ma, what's the new shit for you? All right. Well, for me, um, I'm just going to go with one. Um, and uh, she encompasses a lot of things I like at the moment. Uh, her name is Blimes Brixton. Uh, love her. Uh, saw her a couple weeks ago on a track with Gifted Gab out of Seattle. Uh, not to be confused with Blacklish's longtime rap specialist, Gift of Gab. Um, but anyways, if you hear the track, it is called Come Correct. Look, I need a strong cup of coffee because I haven't slept. If you're squeezing in the sketchy, it's tied in virgins having sex. Rest is for the achieved, yeah. Or when I'm mad, depressed. I'm not sad today and there's a few things I ain't mastered yet. They taking staggered steps. I got castles to protect, huh? Why you think I got this dragon's breath? Some might call me happy. And as you can hear, there's no hook. These two women just trade bars and the video has now surpassed 10 million views. Damn. Um, yeah, it just kind of blew up overnight um twitter uh facebook she used to go by oh oh blimey and apparently came up through the rap battling circuit hmm. um you can tell she's into cadences and witticisms are peppered throughout the tracks um she's one of these rappers who, who sets up her bars and you can tell that in her writing hmm. and she's very precise with it uh she's casual but measured and uh her and gifted uh gab were on the wake-up show recently and they kept phrasing what they do with spitting spitting we're spitters we spit mm -hmm. and i like that it's a sort of like uh, concentration on delivery, right? And they're new, they're hip, they're smart, they're woke. Um, she's from San Francisco. Um, they're women who aren't, you know, I mean, they're, they're these young cats who aren't into mumble rap. Nothing wrong if you are into it, but they're the opposite of it. I mean, um, she's white, she's curvy, she's gay. Um, and her new album um, is called, is going to be called Castles. It's not out yet. And if um, if I if I'm remembering correctly, a couple of weeks ago she just dropped a video with Method Man. Oh shit! <laughs> I never wore a ruby slipper. Fuck is a silver spoon? Silverstone ain't my sister. Take you to and get a tomb. I should get a room with myself. Help? Is that over the top shelf? Well, now I'm sexy as a speed is, strong as these feet is. They call me baby, yeah, like I'm a fetus. Jesus Christ with it. She too nice with it. I like my brandy. And as the story goes, I mean, she she hooked up with them organically, basically because he was a fan and saw her battle record, uh, battle videos as oh blimey on YouTube. So, I mean, I, I think she's killing it. Um, I'm a big fan. Shout out to her. Hopefully we can get her in the show. Hopefully I can uh, get some work going with her. But, I mean, besides all that, I mean, it's really nice to see these young women MCs ripping it. Yeah. And she sort of encompasses everything I like at the moment. Bay Area, female, uh, woke, spitter. Dope, dope. All right. Um, so, so for me, um, the new shit that I'm feeling is a, is a suggestion I got from Nate LeBlanc. Um, and it's this cat, Crime Apple, um, who... There's not a lot of information about him mm. online, which I really like. Like, I don't know where he's from. Um, I know he kind of do, has done work with Big Ghost Limited. I believe um, he's from NY. He, okay. It sounds NY. Yeah. It definitely okay. sounds NY, but he's got a joint called Pacers where he's like, I used to sprinkle Rick, Smith, Rick Smiths in the Dutch. Mm. And mm. he's got these wild, like, That's old cool. school um, NBA references um, mixed with kind of with kind of drug talk and and just a really um, flavorful dude in the spirit of this new kind of lo-fi uh, minimalism. Yeah. So um, I'm not a big KA guy, but it's it's definitely in that lane um, of of kind of real lo-fi bare bones sample shit um, and just spitting in this kind of doom ish non sequitur, 
but bringing this kind of street um, and also a little bit more narrative than Doom, which I love. Um, and he's got this great, great song um, called The Cookout. Wow, just another summer day in NJ, bro. The purple haze blow, mixing with steak smoke. Everybody show up, bringing beer by the case load. My uncle sweating, aguardiente antoqueño. Where's the cooler? He looking for a trove of diamonds. Crack it open, see the honeys and Corona shining. Happy thug day, the sun brought the hood out. Chewing burnt animals, chilling at the cookout. And so, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's reverential of shit that I've loved. Um, and, and at some point we got to do a whole thing on kind of Doom's influence and in oh. the game. Um, but I just, he's got a new EP called, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, Matrelia? Matrelia? I mean, it's, there's a Spanish pronunciation that I'm, I'm fucking up, guys. But, <laughs> but definitely go check him out. Crime Apple. Yeah. Um, His new project is Aguardiente. And yes. um, he seamlessly switches back and forth between his English language and Spanish language oh, which I, I love. on a couple okay. of the tracks, okay. which I love. It just shows this kind of virtuosity. Wow. Um, terrible name, by the way. Ter- terrible. It would have, I, I, would have made our best I'm unfamiliar. You guys kind of You guys kind of brought him up to, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I really feel like um, it, it's part of this new vanguard of folks who are stripping down the music. Yeah, yeah. Um, no super heavy kicks. You know, okay. there's, there's not a lot of bass notes, almost yeah. in the spirit of like four 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 and yeah. and that kind of stuff. So so really really feeling that of late, and then to kind of switch it 180 degrees. Um, the other newer, and I don't think he's like super young or anything, but it's kind of newer to the scene um, is a Sacramento based rapper called Mozzie, um, who is, in my opinion, and I I say this after some thought, is. Scarface for this generation. Wow. Okay. Um, High praise. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, exactly. I don't say that lightly Big because, words, huh? because I think Scarface is, is an incredible, um, you know, all time great. But he, Ma, what Mozzie does is this really um, dark, super murderous, gangland um, type of rap. From but the he, mean streets of Sacramento, right? From yeah, from Sacramento, from their their whole kind of blood crip. He's a blood apparently. Um, it's this kind of blood crip gang war stuff that he's talking about, but deeply, deeply introspective. So it's it's one second it's murder, and the other second he's kind of on his knees praying, um, and and kind of shedding tears and talking about how he's disappointed his mom, and and so it's 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 what I I think kind of you know quote unquote gangster rap. At its best, when it it understands um, kind of the the whole um, picture of that lifestyle, True. he has he has a record where he says, "You don't want to live like this," right, right, and he's and you believe him when he says right. it. You're like, "Oh shit!" There's emotional depth, right? Not Ab- just just visuals, right? Absolutely, it's not this kind of like shiny, glossy, like I kill people and I love to do right. it. Like <laughs> he's kind of right. he's kind of giving you this this really uh, full picture of of what what that life is like and he's done probably in the last three years 100 plus songs so there's a bunch of stuff out there on him um i would i would say if you're trying to like start your mozzie starter kit um he's got a record called uh one up top ock and the one that kind of catapulted him into more of the national consciousness is a record called bladada um and just just amazing. Um, the song that really spoke to me though is this this joint called um, "Unfortunately." Motor mouth and snitches should be against the law. Forty with balls, but he ain't get it all. 
Opposition zeroed in and started getting off. The loss was significant when they picked him off. I gave Dodas the sensory time to risk it all. I'm buying all the hand cannons, broomsticks and all. You gon' feel where I'm coming from when you get the call. My partner probably talk before he been in call. That's why the game is like it is. And so, so yeah, it's just, it's just kind of this, this, you know, very reflective, deep, introspective um, type of gangster rap. Always have a soft spot for Northern California, obviously, from here. And he's kind of on that emergent track. He had a, a song on the, uh, the Black Panther um, soundtrack, and he's, he's shown up as Kendrick Lamar has mentioned him as one of his kind mm. of kind of faves and so you know maybe there's a tde thing coming who knows but i think this time next year um mozzie will definitely be kind of like a household name wow okay in, in hip-hop yeah make me a playlist dude it's yeah. interesting i think kendrick always has his eyes on the bay like he filmed the all mm-hmm. right video in oakland mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um he put s-o-b-r-b-e on the uh, black mm-hmm. panther soundtrack as well one of the more energetic songs have you guys heard that song they did over the freestyle Sample, it's over a Noel track. Whoa. I'll, no. I'll put it on our thread. Okay. We'll talk about it later. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Their career trajectory is fascinating to wow. me. Um, I remember Kendrick, I think it was on an award show, he quoted the one up top. Yeah. Um, yeah. And someone on Twitter, I think it might have been Nas, goes, uh, I don't think he knows what that means. That means like killing someone by putting a bullet in their head. Like it's generally not <laughs> spoken from the Grammy stage. Right. You know what I right. mean? It's but just like the Mozzie's dark, man. Ma- Mozzie, okay. um, if you don't understand something in his in his lyrics, it it's about wanton murder. Right. That's that's where he's at. He's like, I've got the chopsticks, and you're like, What's the chopsticks? And mm-hmm. it's like, it's the chopsticks. Um he really <laughs> reminds me of Sibo and that okay. whole like um, okay. kind of like AWOL records, like so old school Sacramento. If, if you really want vibe. to hear a really scary record he's got a disc record on SIBO that for a minute people were generally concerned was going to start a legit gang wow, war it wow. didn't it didn't materialize wow but he goes at SIBO so hard that i'm like almost clutching scared pearls. For his life. yeah i'm like i'm scared for everyone i'm you know i'd like to rescind that comparison yeah. <laughs> just and live my nice life in san jose man it yeah it it's pretty bad so if you you know if you're you're into that kind of stuff definitely uh check it out on youtube okay. so so you know i think the moral to the story here is it's okay guys there's there's old shit is dope and there's new shit that's dope. I'm going to go so far as to say there's never been as much music available as right. there Absolutely. is now. Right. Absolutely. Especially right. for hip-hop. Right. Good and bad. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, definitely I feel like, um, to your point, streaming makes it so easy to where when people ask, like, where are the real MCs? I'm like, you're lazy. Right. <laughs> you're just straight right. up, you're being right. lazy. You're just not making any effort you want. It's almost somebody I remember put on on my twitter timeline like cats want to go to the the mall food court mm-hmm. and expect a five course meal right like you turn right. on the radio once a quarter yeah. and go oh everything is terrible right, like, right. Uh, no i just read something about how like the new a and r's are fans yes you know and that's yes. and in and in this era i mean that's perfect yeah. it's been democratized the charts sure. are the streaming numbers right like, you can exactly. tell what's popular and what's exactly not. yeah and a lot of that is not touching you know quote-unquote mainstream radio right um, and so, so definitely, uh, we encourage you um, to stop being a crusty ass. Um, <laughs> we love the old school just as much as you do, but there's definitely new rappers out. We gave you a list. What more do you want from us? <laughs> uh, Dad bod rap pod. <laughs> Thank you.
Dad Bod Rap Pod, episode 15. Uh, for the second segment, um, we're going we're gonna to talk about a subject that I've been thinking about for a long time. Um, a long time ago, the good homie friend, mentor, um, D-Styles, DJ, amazing DJ, was like, hey, you know, hip-hop is turning into the new classic rock. And I was like, damn, that really... And he said that shit like 10 years ago. Um, and in a lot of ways, that's true. There's a, there's a, you know, rap from maybe, I don't know, 88 to 96, 97, um, mm -hmm. has found this new life on a throwback radio. So I don't know where you're listening to this, <laughs> but in our area, there's a new um, throwback radio station. And when I was in um, New York last, they have something similar. And I hear there's something similar in LA as yeah, well. So yeah. it's kind of like this phenomenon of, of radio where they're playing, um, you know, a certain swath of hip hop from that time era you know, period that I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole fucking radio station. Right, right. <laughs> Five songs it's, on loop. Man, so, so you know, on one level, it is geared for dead bods. It's, it's like aimed mm -hmm. at folks our age. Mm -hmm. um, but I hate it with every ounce <laughs> of my being. And I love So Fresh and So Clean. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure. But, but yeah. there's, just, there's just something about it. And, and so the question that I want to pose to the room here is, is is that type of looking back nostalgia bad for the culture? I wouldn't say it's bad. I, I don't view it so much as a phenomenon, more as like just the human condition to want to listen to stuff you already like. You know, it's safe to do so. And exploring new music is time consuming. You know, it's uh, my issue with those these throwback stations is the lack of variation. You know, like well, throwing a little boogie down, throwing a little EPMD, but it's like. Gangster's Paradise on loop. You know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> totally. I, I, I don't want to hear Knocking Boots by Candyman again. <laughs> yeah. You know? But anyways, we, we, we can delve more into that. What do you think, Nate? I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like almost Knockin every boots, single yeah. song that comes on. Do some of them get overplayed? Are we going to get into that? Yes, of clearly. Um, they're playing the music of my childhood. Yeah. Essentially, these stations exist for me. Yeah. So I'm not going to hate on that. I remember I had this epiphany when I was like 10 years old. Um, Pearl Jam had come out, and I was driving in my dad's truck, and we were going somewhere, and he, it was like I had this. They were the first band to me where I was like, this will be classic rock. Mm. And it has become, mm. right? Like, I don't know what, like Even Flow or something is probably on the classic rock station or like alternative station now. Mm -hmm. But I never really thought about it in terms of hip-hop. And with hip-hop, it came back around like – pretty strongly right mm -hmm. like um so i don't think it's bad for the culture i completely agree with dave that they need to loosen up the format a little bit it's only things that were like hits in terms of like billboard right so they're not tapping into the deep well of nostalgia right. for like tribe right like where's a ward tour totally like, where totally. they'll play passing me by very occasionally mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they'll have a like a little touch of far side but they just like I don't know what makes the cut. I, I'm concerned right. about this tiny playlist. I think playlist. they go they go back to the program director's list of like literally every year, 91, right. 92, right. 93, 94. Yeah. Um, skim off three songs I didn't like then and mm -hmm. then kind of right. re-inject them. Um, it's like, uh, you know, it's – for me, I, I do think there's a certain amount of, of nostalgia. It can be a cancer if you look at – 
kind of what happened to jazz at a point before hip hop kind of reinvigorated it. Um, this constant kind of reverential thing to the bygone era. Um, and then I think eventually what you get is fucking smooth jazz. And then you get mm-hmm. the jazz station. Mm-hmm. If you've ever listened to the jazz station, you go, I like jazz. I can't stand the fucking jazz station. Right. Um, so I, I get concerned that by skimming off of the top of the billboard, you know, club bangers that used to annoy me right. in 96 are now on a daily repeat. I, yeah. don't know. I, I hear what you're saying, but I want to challenge you a little bit and quote yourself back to yourself. In an earlier episode, you said that we don't do enough to give reverence to our forefathers of hip-hop. I think you were talking about Run DMC at the time. Mm. Isn't this a chance to put them in front of a new audience and maybe they could tour again? If they, If they, like, if, I don't know, Peter Piper becomes a big hit on throwback rap mm-hmm. radio, doesn't that open but up see, a lane for it's them? it's crazy because, like, Peter Piper wouldn't because it's this weird throwback right. it's weird right, right, like right. the the swath of songs that they're selecting right. they're not even playing my adidas you know like yeah yeah no it's it's definitely more 90s pitched mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. kind of like i think i think radio in general um i came to this epiphany radio in general is about um dreaming that you're at the club it's about daydreaming that you're at mm-hmm. the club That's and so they and so they play sure. club bangers throughout the day so when you're at work you're working wherever it's it's to give you this kind of like club imagine you're at the club and what throwback radio is doing is like imagine you were at the club back in 98 right when right. you went to freak nick like totally. remember that totally. right um but, and I, so, but i didn't want to hear funky cold medina five times at the club either <laughs> <laughs> so no. don't do you not have q102 programmed on your radio dial no man i really i really don't and you know what i stopped because my mom had it or my mom my kid's mom my wife had it (laughs) um my mom probably has it too though um you know and we'll be in the car with the kids and i'm like you know what um some of this snoop dogg shit like i don't want my kids to hear this like it's edited Mm. yeah it's edited but this is kind of you can only edit the words, not the content. Right. <laughs> exactly. No, one time right. I'm in the car and, and freaking we're on Q102 or whatever, and it's it's Ain't No Fun, the, right, the edited right. version comes on, and I'm like, Ugh, Well, that's yeah. the most mis- misogynistic song ever. And it's, all, I'm, I'm not it's mostly it. silence. <laughs> Every once in a while Gave you, you get a little thing. Blank, blank, <laughs> and I blanked your blank. It ain't. So I have this... Like kind of thing that happens every time the iconic opening synths of uh, what I would think would be the message comes on Q102. I'm like, all right, the mm-hmm, message. Mm-hmm. I'm so stoked. I'm ready. I'm going to wrap along. Mm-hmm. There's broken glass everywhere. Nope. nope. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, okay, it's not the message. Maybe it's Check Yourself Remix. Nope. Like, all right. I'm going to like, you know, Liggity Love This, right? <laughs> And then it's always the Puff Daddy song. (laughs) It's the Puff Daddy song 99% of the time. It's never the message. It has very occasionally been Ice Cube. Yeah. Right. Um, But that, and that's the kind of, that's the false promise of Mm -hmm. throwback radio, right? It's not really the song we would like, but we're heads. Right. We're not like, we're not like, but even, but even for that time, I think if you did like, you mind the mix show Mm -hmm. of 96, 97, 98, there was just, more variation and it's it's kind of totally. this compression of of a certain swath of songs like i said so fresh and so clean i love it i love outcast but for the love of god like <laughs> just please the way you move i get it yes right. but um so so in that vein um i i wanted to to kind of 
get a, a moratorium going, and we'll we'll submit this to Clear Channel Radio, <laughs> and, and maybe for their we don't heart, heart this radio. We don't. I heart. I, I don't heart this radio. You no know, heart. Clear Channel um, post nine eleven had like a three hundred song list of songs that you couldn't play. I was yeah, in college at I that time, that. and we had a big um, with, discussion like, in fucking one of rock my classes. The, rock the Casbah was on that shit. Uh, you dropped you, you drop drop the, the bomb, bomb on, on me, me by right? the Gap Band. Jeez. Yeah. So, yeah. so Clear Channel clearly understands the moratorium. Sure. Um, so so we're going to, um, we're, we're going around and we're just kicking out, what are those two songs that we need to put in the can and you shouldn't play for... 10 years. <laughs> well, I, let me just start off with one that I mentioned earlier, which has got to be Gangsta's Paradise, dude. I mean, as soon as you hear those like stabbing strings at totally. the beginning, I'm grossed out. Yes. You know? I mean, I didn't like it as a fifth grader. I mean, but okay, whatever. And then there's just this novelty aspect of like this throwback station, you know? It's yeah. like that. It's Funky Cool Medina. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's, uh, you know, when you listen to um, the oldies rock station, they span the 60s to the Absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. This is like 90 to 94. Or yeah. something, and that's it. the same thirty songs. Yeah. So, so okay, that's my gangster, issue. Gangsters, with it. That's gangsters a very Paradise. Good one. That's okay, a great one because it's terrible. Um, <laughs> and my next one is the opposite. It's because it's a good song that's starting to get overplayed, which is or is has been overplayed. Which is today was a good day. Ice Cube. Oh man, I love that song. Talk about it. Yes. But I don't want to hear it five times a day. You know, yeah. I get, every day wasn't a good day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I mean, I mean, obviously we love the beat, right? I mean, um, the footsteps in the dark sample, mm-hmm. Isley Brothers. Um, Good immediately. Great song, great video, great in every way. Yeah. But you're just playing it out. Yeah. I just saw Lady Bird, and it reminds me of that scene where they're like slow dancing the Bone Thugs <laughs> at the school dance. It's like that. It's just not fitting. It's just too much. Right. Yeah. That's- yeah. And apparently, Cube, I was, I was listening to him um, on his last interview with Combat Jack, RIP. Mm. Um, he said that he's kind of tired of it, oh. but people will murder him if he doesn't <laughs> do it at the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for that to be his defining hit is just an odd slice of his career. Totally. It's like the one time he had right. a good day Spe- and it's become <laughs> codified. Yeah. Especially juxtaposed, you know, he was like all gangster and now he's making Disney films. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of that crossover moment where you're totally. like, Cube was never Cube again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm sure you guys have all seen it, but just for the listeners, if you've never looked up, the only good thing the internet has ever done is figure out what day that actually mm-hmm, was, mm-hmm. like based yeah. on the score of the Shout Lakers to, oh, Sonics yeah. game. Shout out to that guy. I'm pretty sure it's January 20th, 1992 or yeah. something okay. like that. Okay, Lakers they, figured out, Sonics, yep. they yeah. figured out what day that was. So, I mean, the, I, I just love that. I love the nerdistry of that. <laughs> all right, you're Nate's moratorium. I'm going to go with two songs I like, um, mm. and the number one with a bullet, which I feel like this is if there's like the top of their rotation the song they play the most is Hypnotize by the Notorious B.I.G. like we we have to stop with that where where he famously rhymes escargot with my cargo (laughs) come on dude (laughs) it's a great song it has tremendous energy it's too much yeah too much stop with that he has so many good songs Mm -hmm. pick another one it drives me crazy Um, (laughs) and then the other one is uh, Big Pun Uh, not a player yeah Mm. it's it's just it's yeah, he kind of doesn't have any other like hits, so I get right. it, and it's good to hear him represented. But he's a phenomenal rapper. Phenomenal. Like you take one of his kind of more technical right. cuts and put that on the radio to right. entertain people and educate totally. them. I would love that. I'm just I'm kind of sick of hearing that song. Okay. I just, can like, we get off the books? Can we get off the books Seriously. with the Beat Nuts one time? Seriously, anything? No. <laughs> just right. uh, let's approach the Beat Nuts catalog and just totally. like yeah. you know, uh, yeah. I'm just. Uh, 
I love these songs, but it's enough. Enough, enough is enough. Enough um, is enough. I have problems with Hypnotize because I know when it came out, I go, this is his radio song. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's Here like, we are 20 years later saying, please like, stop playing uh, the song on the radio. <laughs> please stop playing his radio song. Um, I'm going to go with something, um, and, I, and there's a small anecdote attached to it. Um, went to um, Da Club. Uh, <laughs> this this weekend, which is like a super duper rare occurrence, to see um, a legendary DJ who will remain nameless because I'm about to throw a little bit of shade. Um, and um, number one, DJing is at an amazing level. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of like basketball, where cats are doing like right. wild, amazing shit with the technology, right. and you know you're hearing a hundred songs in thirty minutes, and cats are doing mm-hmm. wild stuff. But the legendary DJ guy came on. And he was doing a throwback mix. Like, mm. it was a straight, like, you know, um, kind of G-unit, reverential, Little John um, kind of moment thing he was doing. And um, when I decided to leave the club was when he played In the Club uh, <laughs> by 50 Cent, um, which just has to stop. Like, I get it. It was a super big record at the time. Um, it was a big record. I don't think it's a good record. You guys had mentioned a couple of like good records. Mm-hmm. I don't think his ec- records have aged well because it was yeah. a, it was a thing. It was a marketing thing. Uh-huh. He he got shot and he was interesting right. and he right. looked tough and it was yeah. a whole thing. It it doesn't it doesn't carry weight for me um, anymore and is super duper overplayed. Um, concerning where it came out, it's not even something from the nineties. It's like from the two thousand. So um, if we could stop playing in the club and then to rip <laughs> off. Um, Nate, which we're going to basically just get Biggie off the radio, apparently, <laughs> um, is Big Papa. Um, That's the other one. Yeah. They're really laying it on thick. Yeah. Where I'm just Talk like, about amazing songs, though, but just two or Another Footsteps in the Dark. Yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just, it's super duper overplayed mm-hmm. and is almost a disservice to the dude's legacy. Right. Um, you know, you take, even he has radio songs that are better. Going right. Back to Cali is a better song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where he's really displaying. So yeah, he goes in. Um, yeah. So it's 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 one of those things where, um, you know, radio is the devil, as we all know. <laughs> um, it's it's programmed and definitely in in an era of of streaming and and kind of picking your own shit. Um, I just think yeah, it's super duper lazy. Um, and I would encourage everybody to immediately stop listening to it, only because <laughs> my my guy DJ Eternal isn't at Q one hundred two no more. Um and uh yeah, I mean make your own old school playlist. It would probably be a lot more interesting. I wouldn't go that far. I would say <laughs> it's nice to hear the classics. It's the only radio station where I could potentially hear Outcast or Biggie. That's which true. I think is Something beneficial for society for this to be accepted, right? Like okay. yeah. hip hop works so hard to get here. Okay. Like to be to be mainstream. Like in the, the there's nothing more mainstream than the radio. Um and our urban stations are so focused on the now. Like right. you will hardly ever hear an old song on oh, KBL. Right, right, like right. and so this is the only place you're gonna get a chance to hear it. But I, I completely hear what you're saying um i guess i i just don't feel that strongly about it and i do listen to it i mean it's like sports talk in the morning and q102 on the way home i don't drive that much i have like a six <laughs> minute commute that's a short trip yeah so okay. I, don't, okay. just, I don't i don't feel that strongly about it but okay. i do think that um it gives an opportunity for the canon 
you know, like the canonical hip hop songs mm-hmm. to be codified for other kinds of people besides heads, right? Okay. So like my sister, who's a country music fan, will be like, "Hey, do you listen to this thing? Ten throws in a row." And I'm like, <laughs> "I sure do. That's my shit." Right. You know what I mean? In yeah. that moment, yeah. so Nate connecting the people. Q102 is bringing people together. Per, per always. <laughs> um, so we'll be on Q102 next week with. Uh... They have a mix show, like an old school mix show called mm-hmm. like Back in the Day or whatever on mm-hmm. Saturday afternoons. Occasionally, you'll get like a Lakim Shabazz or. Right. You're like, oh my right. god, I'm hearing this totally. on the radio. Totally. But their standard playlist or rotation or whatever they call it in radio talk is getting old fast and mm-hmm. just kind of needs to be revamped, I think. Dead by Rap Hog? <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Dead by Rap Pod. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Dadbot Rap Pod. And on SoundCloud. Slash Dadbot Rap Pod, all spelled out. And we really welcome, um, if you feel a certain way about a, a take you've heard on here, feel free to add us, um, tell us we're wrong. But overall, thanks for listening. We got more incredible interviews and fly, wonderful conversation. Dad by Rapper.